Hello, beautiful. Welcome to today's conversation where we're going to talk about continuing to build relationships after feelings of disconnection. Let's talk about it. I'm your host, Shannon Martin, and welcome to today's episode of This Thing Called Wellness. Welcome back. Last week, we talked about building a support system that sustains you and how we need to be open and ready to build and nourish those new relationships that we are creating. By being isolated and totally disconnected from our world, it's super important that we take our time and our reconnection process. How we reconnect is pivotal to our mental state. Many think it is easy to step back into the world after a season of loneliness and disconnection. It may seem that way, but sometimes it may cause more anxiety and isolation than before. Before my breakdown, I was somewhat of an introvert and a very quiet person. I only began to open up when I joined the military and began traveling the country with my family and had no choice but to speak up for myself at times. But then I revert back to my shell. So when I was diagnosed, it was very easy for me to tuck myself away. One thing I asked myself when I began to ask the hard question was why didn't I have girlfriends? You know, when you see Valentine's Day celebrated, I looked at it like I don't have anyone to celebrate with. I don't have girlfriends that I can travel with, hang out with, or go to brunch with. And I truly never understood why. I knew that I was quiet, but I had a couple of girlfriends in high school and made great friends in the military and throughout my travels. But I never made any friends that stayed the course. I heard Michelle Obama talking to Oprah about how she had steady girlfriends that are a part of her kitchen table. As she goes through various seasons of her life, she seems to pick up a person or two who stays the course, and they stay together regularly and travel and discuss their life. I never experienced that, and I began to wonder why. Friendships between women, as any woman will tell you, are built of thousands of small kindnesses swapped back and forth and over again. Michelle Obama Looking back, when I was growing up, I always had more bad relationships with women than I did with men. As quiet as I was, I seemed to attract mean girls. You know, the mean girls who wanted to beat you up because the boy they liked doesn't like their friend but likes you. Or the ones who'd gossip about you and spread rumors when they didn't even know you. Even when my best friend began to tell all my secrets to someone I didn't even like, who later came back to let me know, hey. She's talking about you hard. I know everything that you have told her, and I like you. I have always wanted to be your friend, so I couldn't stand to hear her talk about you anymore. And I will tell her what I'm telling you, and I want you to know she's not your friend. And at that time, it crushed my spirit. After all, I was in high school, right? And I loved this girl like a sister. But I realized then that I was a better friend to her than she was to me. All because she was envious of me because I had a boyfriend who happened to be Mr. Popular in high school. I didn't realize I had pushed these emotions down and totally forgotten about them. I forgot how they made me feel. I packed them in so tightly that even a flashlight couldn't find them. As I think about this, I realize how hurt and angry I was. I have or had always been a better friend to most. And looking back, 
I know this is where my disconnect in friendships and relationships started. I didn't like to nurture relationships. I didn't even know what that meant anymore. I just cut myself off and did a small conversation chats, which led to my becoming socially inept. When I began networking for my business, I realized that I wasn't fully comfortable creating relationships anymore. I became unsure of myself in a world of events that were heavily women-based. I was either too eager to make connections or making the wrong decisions. By not understanding the process and being taken advantage of and losing money. So I decided that I would take a step back and think about the connections I truly wanted to make. But it all went back to the disconnect I had with my earlier friendships. Now that I am mature and healing, I am taking my time, getting to know my emotions, and truly understanding them while acknowledging how the past has shaped my actions. The key to understanding was acknowledging my past and healing from those unresolved emotions through therapy and personal growth. I started to understand who I was internally. I am still learning who Shannon is, and I'm glad that I am finally accepting her for who she is and is becoming, that I respect her space, and that I'm not rushing to connect. I am creating boundaries, allowing God to guide my steps in meeting others at the times I'm supposed to. I have sought solitude to process my thoughts and deepen my self-awareness. I am loving on myself and giving myself some self-compassion when I need it. I am reflecting and being mindful of my actions so that when I'm ready to connect, I have done the internal work so that I'm ready to receive the relationship and decide if it is one I can build and nurture. We should always have three friends in our lives, one who walks ahead, who we look up to and follow, one who walks beside us, who is with us every step of our journey, and then one who we reach back and bring along after we clear the way. I never thought that I would get to this point in my life where I approach life with curiosity. This is totally new to me, and I am enjoying the path I have been placed on with God's grace, therapy, and self-awareness. I am beginning to see my life differently now. I have become more open to the idea of friendship. I am slowly beginning to build my kitchen table, consisting of beautiful women who are strong in their faith, strong in their businesses or careers, and believe in nurturing their friendships. Slowly been releasing the pain attached to old relationships, which has helped me embrace new, positive ones. Still use boundaries, and I'm not so quick to jump. And I'm able to discern when it's time for me to rest. Mindful moment. Looking back on past friendships or what I believe with friendships, I understand now that that was a journey I needed to take. I needed to understand that every relationship wasn't meant to be before a season. Sometimes a person is only meant to be in your life to teach you the lesson that was meant to be taught, and you move on. Some stay and most leave. I had some great relationships in my travels that I would cherish and have great memories of. They weren't meant to be a part of my kitchen table. The relationships I am currently aware of and building are incredibly meaningful to me. I see these connections as vital, and I am committed to nurturing them and keeping them as part of my life. Getting to this point for me is huge. 
I never thought I would be in this space of rebuilding and reconnecting. Our journey is our own. Reconnecting is an ongoing process. It will be filled with ups and downs and some good times along the way. Take your time. Always set your boundaries and always explore your emotions. I hope you've enjoyed this week's conversation. I'm your host, Shannon Martin. Join us next Wednesday when we talk about supporting loved ones through their mental health journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with someone you think would like to join the conversation. Disclaimer, I am not a licensed mental health professional. The information provided here is for general informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you need help, please consult a qualified mental health professional.